Do you feel overwhelmed by your circumstances? Are you trapped living each day in survival mode? Are you left feeling depleted and exhausted in everything you do, including your health journey? My mission is to help you break free from living this way and teach you how to grow strong from the inside out so that you can ditch the idea of measuring up to impossible standards and start enjoying the act of taking care of yourself instead of dreading it. Get ready to experience life-giving transformation through wellness, a 360-degree approach that nourishes your mind, body, and soul. Discover how you can achieve lasting results that will carry you throughout your health journey. So, please join me as we discuss fitness, faith, and fearless living. I'm Jessica Coleman, and this is Faithfully Fit Motherhood. Welcome back to Faithfully Fit Motherhood. Thank you so much for joining me today. We are going to talk about how to make choices in fitness and nutrition without letting it consume your life because I think that it's a very easy thing to do. And I know I even ponder this question a lot myself, um, you know, thinking about how do I make conscious choices without always obsessing about it. Um, I guess I just rephrased the title, but (laughs) uh, yeah, I hope that this episode gives you some insight and blesses you. So the first thing that I'm going to mention that helps me make choices and without the obsession is to number one, put God first above all else. The reason that this is so huge is because if you find your value in him first, it means you won't be looking for validation from anyone or anything else. So you're not going to be basing your health choices off of what's going to, you know, make me acceptable to everyone else. Um, Because if that's a constant thing on our minds, we're going to often resort to what's going to make me look good, not necessarily what's going to benefit my body, Um, you know, and, and it's also, it's very easy to become entrapped in obsession about something like that because we constantly seek that validation and that love from other people. And if we feel like we don't have it, we're going to try to control it in the best way that we can. So that can also come out in our, um, like our food choices, our choices that it comes to health and fitness. I definitely have learned and grown in this area. That doesn't mean the temptation isn't there. It, if this has been a temptation for you, it will likely be there for the rest of your life. And that's just, sometimes due to personality. That's just due to, you know, the habits that we've created and we have to reverse them and form different ones. So the temptation will always be there, but as you continue to grow in faith and meditate on this thought and think about it and, you know, you, you start to transform inside and start to learn the love of God and the, you know, the fellowship you have with him and and the fact that you're created in his image, it becomes a belief and it's easier for you to act um, and to make those choices when, you know, when the thought of not being good enough pops into your head. So 
you know, when that temptation arises, you're able to shut it down right away or at least sooner than you did before. Like instead of pondering on it and letting it affect your choices throughout the day, you're able to just say, Hey, I know this is not true. And you're able to move on. So just, so I say that to just reassure you that, you know, when those thoughts come into your head, not to beat yourself up and be like, oh my goodness, I've never changed. How come I can't change in this area? How come this, this transformation is taking so long, but, you know, just remember that we're human and we can't always control what thoughts pop into our head, but we can control how we act on them and how we use them. And if we continue to think on them. Something that I have recently been been growing in is learning about the role of the Holy Spirit. And I think that it is just phenomenal because the Holy Spirit means God in you, Christ in you. And that is amazing because what happens is, is he is within you, transforming you from the inside out. So it's not all dependent on you and you don't have to worry about Um, you know, striving and grasping for control of your situation and your life because he's in there to help you and to help change and transform you on the inside. And what I have noticed um, as I've gone on this journey is that I begin to start seeing things in a different lens, uh, especially when it comes to health and fitness. I have began to see Uh, You know, that stewarding your body or stewarding my body is a gift instead of a chore. And I think that is so freeing. And this just makes a huge difference in the choices you make. And it creates that balance of being conscious of, you know, your your life and your decisions. But when you allow the Holy Spirit to take over and you release that control, it's all, it it doesn't allow for obsession. It doesn't it doesn't make room for you know being consumed by your thoughts. It's it's making that decision and moving forward. And granted, I mean this isn't something that happens immediately. Um, you know, this this transformation that happens on the inside, it comes with time as with anything. I saw a quote the other day and I absolutely loved it. It said that faith is like a muscle in your body and it takes time and effort to help it grow. And that is so true. That is exactly how it is. Um, It's a journey just like anything else. So have hope and be encouraged that, you know, if you're waiting to have that transformation, it will come. I've also noticed too with this change of lens that having physique goals is not scary to me anymore. Before it used to be like, if I make a physique goal, that makes it seem like I'm just, you know, my body is my God. But now I'm starting to see that transition that having physique goals is not a bad thing, um, as long as it's not the ultimate thing. So, you know, you can have those goals as long as they aren't the ultimate goal. I think of the scripture, 1 Timothy 4, where he's talking about that physical training has some value, but godliness has value for all things. And it has promise for both the present life and the life to come. So again, that verse is just clarifying that the ultimate goal is our soul and our spirit with the Lord. And when we have that focus, everything else is just easier and less burdensome and less consuming because 
he just fills every gap and every void in our life. So then all of a sudden the physique goals become neutral. They're not um so powerful in our lives. They don't our our life, our happiness, our joy, our love does not depend on whether or not we reach our physical goals. I hope that makes sense. I would definitely say that this first point is the one that hits home the most and the one I would probably if this is something that you um are struggling with um letting you know these thoughts consume you and becoming obsessive and you know striving for extremes in fitness and nutrition i would say that this would be something to start first because i would say this made the biggest difference in my life and it definitely laid the foundations for all of the uh points that i'll be making after this um just as the scripture says seek god first and everything else will follow same thing goes here. Um, whatever is consuming you, um, the only way to truly rid yourself of that is to put the focus off of whatever is causing you to think that that has the most value and putting it onto something that you know has the value, which putting your focus onto God and to you know him being the ultimate and him being the God, not our body being a god and you know that's the most important thing because i think that's where a lot of the roots come from when we let it consume and i have been there i still again like i said i still have those temptations to go there but i have such a freedom and my chains have been broken in a sense that i i know how to handle that that battle. I know I I have the armor in place that when that battle comes up, I know how to shut it down and I know how to get rid of it. Um uh, but I'm going to go into the second point. So the second one that I find really helps me is to let go of the idea of 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 achieving perfection. I have said this so many times in my podcast episodes and the reason I do is because I have been a long-time struggler of trying to have perfection. I am a perfectionist at like in my very core. It has been something I've had to unweave for a lot of my life. Um again, still tempted to have perfection. Um but I've learned to let it go a lot better. And the reason that perfection is just such a it's such an obstacle when it comes to literally anything is because again we're trying to gain control especially of the outcome we we focus so much on the outcome instead of the process and the process is where the gold is and i oftentimes have to remind myself of that because we're we're so programmed to get to the next level to get to that next next best thing and you know if i finally do this i'll be happy if i finally get here i'll be happy having that perfection but it just it doesn't exist um i don't know if you've ever experienced in your life where you have reached that point and you're like i thought this was going to be a lot more exciting or a lot more you know i thought i was going to be a lot happier than this and not that things you know not, not that results or outcomes don't bring a sense of happiness but it's not the ultimate. I I kind of want to reiterate that word throughout this podcast is the ultimate. Like what is the ultimate happiness? What is the ultimate 
um, outcome. And that again is your, your spirit, your soul, because that's where it all is rooted. It's your body has value again, but it's not the highest value. It's your soul and your spirit. So (laughs) letting go of the idea of achieving perfection is going to help you with exhaustion when it comes to choices with health and fitness. I just remember back in the day, getting to the end of my day and just being exhausted from decision-making fatigue. Like I just remember being so hard on myself and, you know, trying to restrict as much as I can and controlling the situation. Like I have to control my portions. I have to control the amount of sweets I have. I have to control this. I have to control that. But it honestly led to exhaustion. And then that exhaustion just led me to give up and I binged. And it was just this cycle that just kept reverse or kept replaying itself. And I just kept getting frustrated and exhausted and frustrated and exhausted. And I think it comes down to also our want of perfect health. I I got to this point where I was like, I am honestly trying to be perfect because I think that perfect health exists. And when I learned that that doesn't exist um, or like even the perfect body exists, I, I was set free because I think so often we're so hard on ourselves because we may have had two cookies instead of one. And I I do believe there is a certain um, threshold for things like that. Like, yeah, 10 cookies probably isn't the best for your health, but we all have a really good gauge of that. I don't think that any one person doesn't, um, you know, know in their heart of hearts that that's not going to be healthy for you. So I think we all have a gauge of what is good for us. I think what is really our struggle is our behavior is what is actually the struggle. It's not the food. It's not anything other than our behavior towards it. I actually talk a lot about this in um, a nutrition program that I teach called Moderation 365, which I'm actually going to mention later in the episode as well. Um, but yeah, it's it's a it's almost a philosophy nutrition course, as opposed to telling you that, you know, bananas have potassium and apples have fiber. Those things, everybody knows. Everybody knows what's good for you and what's going to give you vitamins and minerals and health. But I think a lot of times we don't know how to utilize the food, how to make those decisions, how to, how to plug and play, um, how to make those choices again, without letting it consume you. And I, I've also come to the thought that I think that we all could eat as perfectly as possible, but the problem with that is, again, the perfection in food isn't necessarily going to help in other areas. We have to remember that there's a lot of factors that come down to genetics, that come down to environment, that come down to the products we use in our house. There's things that could... Um, snowball in our health that even don't relate to food. They may just relate to other influences in our life. So I think when we realize that it's not all about food, that there's a lot of other things that just maybe aren't in our control. Like, for example, your environment. I mean, where you live is a, a choice of yours, but at the same time, you can't 
you can't um, control how the air is going to be, the air quality. That's just not always something that you are able to control. So I think when we understand that, food becomes less of a pedestal. You know, we take it off the pedestal as being, um, you know, it has to be perfect. And we realize that we're going to do the best we can. That that's that's the best thing you can do is doing the best thing best that you can with what you have, and you know we can't always avoid what's going to happen in the future. Um, you know, just doing the best that we can with what we have. And I know a lot of times we think, well, if left to our own devices, we're going to just be out of control again. Control. We're just going to you know eat everything in the pantry. But rest assured. Um, if you try to release that control instead of grasping at it harder, you're going to notice a difference in the way that you approach that. Again, this is something I teach in Moderation 365. I'm hoping to do like a separate program for that in the future. Um, It's something I include in my one-on-one coaching, but I would like to even just do a full-on just Moderation 365 course for a group of people um, come this year or maybe even next year. But anyway, that is kind of the gist of that point. Moving into the next one, um, which also kind of correlates, but learning about how my body works and you know, about my body in general really helped free me from being consumed by things because it really took the complication out of everything and it brought me back to simplicity. The reason I say this is because I've mentioned this before as well. There is so much information out there, which can be great, but can also be really confusing because we don't know what's the right thing to follow. (laughs) You know, like the internet says one thing, magazine says the next thing, your friend says this thing, and you're like, what is really going to be the best for my body? But once you learn how your specific body, um, you know, a lot of the people who listen are women on my podcast. So once you start learning about your menstrual cycle, your hormones, um, you know, your metabolism, this thing just opens up and you're like, wow, I I totally get it. And all of a sudden you start to realize what actually is going to work. And you start to dispel all of those things that everyone says, um, you know, is the best route. And you start to learn your route. You start to learn what works for you. And it's just amazing. Like, I can't even explain to you. I'm like bubbling up on the inside because it has completely transformed and changed the way I approach food. It is unbelievable. Like, I am, I I love learning about things. I'm a very passionate learner. So something like this, it just, I, I wanted to dive in and I continue to want to dive in. Like, I just want to absorb and learn so much. Um. And one of the things that I brought out with me from, you know, taking my personal training and my nutrition certification was that the basics work, the basics work. It's not, it doesn't have to be complicated and, you know, we don't have to focus on the noise of everybody else. The basics work. If you learn and you, you try out things 
with your own health and you, you know, trial and error experimentation, you start to learn what works for your body, how you jive, um, you know, your energy, everything. It's just, it's phenomenal. Um, and it's fun. It's exciting. Uh, and it does take time. Again, it's a journey with anything in life. It's going to take a while. It's a long-term investment. Um, so anything that says it's a quick fix or it's going to happen really quickly, those things just don't last. So I found that I found that learning about my body helped me to be less consumed with everything else that's out there. I stopped worrying about the messages I would see because I knew what was working for me. And this kind of rolls into, they actually all kind of roll into each other, but this rolls into my fourth point and something else that helped me was finding balance and avoiding extremes. Because when you find balance, you create automation in your lifestyle. Following extremes, I always found would always require a lot of diligence and being really strict with myself and it has to be black and white and no ifs, ands, or buts. Nothing can really change. It all has to be such and such and such. And that was really hard because your brain power is like you constantly have to be thinking in order to be extremely strict and diligent with your food and your nutrition. So I was, my brain was constantly working. And if you think about it, there is so much a person has to think about in a day. Hashtag motherhood. <laughs> like if I had to think about every single thing in my diet, if I had to count every macro, every calorie, every um, everything I was doing, I would be exhausted. Again, at the end of the day, the exhaustion would set in. And mental fatigue. And it's like, how do you want, how does that make you want to continue what you're doing? It's just, it's not sustainable. It's something that is going to wreak havoc because it's just so, it's such a heavy load in your life. Whereas balance allows the wiggle room. It allows you to, you know, have that automation. It allows you to just flow and, and like, ebb and flow in your your daily life. It's not so over-consuming. Again, this is the thing I teach in Moderation 365. That's like the fourth time I mentioned it, but it is something that I've really enjoyed um, implementing in my life. And again, it allows me to be less consuming with my thoughts about fitness and nutrition, and it allows me to focus on other things in my life, which I think is phenomenal. So those are the things that have helped me. I think a lot of times we resort to the extremes that we have to be one camp or the other. You know, one camp is I have to constantly think about food, fitness, nutrition, what I'm eating in a day, how many calories, that type of thing. Or the opposite camp is that other extreme where it's like nothing matters. I'll eat what I want. It doesn't matter. Um, you know, whatever kind of up in the air if I can't be strict about it, I might as well be loose about it kind of thing. But there is a happy medium. There is that balance. There is that middle ground. And it that middle ground is going to help you, again, make those choices and make choices that are going to benefit you. But it's not going to consume you because you know that's not the ultimate. The ultimate is not the perfect body, perfect health. 
Rather, the ultimate is that soul and spirit-led health that's going to spill and fill into all of the other areas and overflow into all of the other areas of your life. And those are just nice add-ons. So I hope that this helped you. And I hope that everything I mentioned um, with all the points makes sense. If you have any questions, please reach out. You know where to find me. And I am so thankful for you joining me today. If you have any requests on podcasts, please let me know. Also, if you enjoy what you hear, um, I don't mention this often, but it would mean so much to me if you would leave a review or if you would leave a rating on Apple Podcasts or um, you know one of the platforms like Spotify. I would so appreciate it because it allows the podcast to get seen by more people. So I appreciate you. Thank you for being here. And I look forward to next time. I hope you're having an awesome day. And until next episode. Thank you so much for joining me today. I hope that what we talked about encouraged you. I'm so glad you're here. And always know that I'm cheering you on. Want more resources? Visit my website, www.faithfullyfitmotherhoodandwellnessinc.mykajabi.com or contact me anytime on Instagram at jess.coleman. Also, if you enjoyed the podcast, please screenshot this episode and share it on your social media so that we can continue to spread the mission of living in the abundance God has intended for us. We are here to serve and lead each other to Christ. So let's set this world on fire with God's love. Be blessed, friend. Until next time, this is Faithfully Fit Motherhood.